Hello, my name is Holly Owens, and welcome to Ed Up Ed Tech, the podcast that keeps you in the know about all the latest ed tech happenings. We interview guests from around the globe to give you deeper insights into the ed tech industry, the field of instructional design, and more. We're proudly a part of America's leading podcast network, the EdUp Experience. It's time to sit back and enjoy the latest episode of EdUp EdTech. Are you ready to embark on a transformative journey towards a brighter future? Introducing The Professional Journey, a supportive community dedicated to guiding you towards your dream career and boosting your confidence along the way. Join our vibrant community of like-minded individuals who share ambition and drive. Are you feeling lost and uncertain about your next career move? Let us be your compass. Say goodbye to self-doubt and hello to newfound confidence. Together, we'll celebrate your triumphs big and small. Take the first step towards your professional growth today. Join the professional journey community and unlock a world of possibilities. Discover your potential, find your new role, and embrace the future with confidence. Join the professional journey today. Check out our plans at https colon forward slash forward slash bit dot ly forward slash tdj23. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another fantastic episode of Ed Up Ed Tech. My name is Holly Owens, and I'm your host. And today we have a very special guest with us. And we also have a big announcement at the end that you're just going to have to listen all the way through to hear about. But today on the show, we have freelance instructional designer, Denadia Johnson. Nadia, welcome in to the show. Hi. Hi, thanks for having me. So excited to be here um, and talking to the wonderful Holly and the Ed <laughs> Up community. <laughs> yes, we're looking forward to hearing about your journey and how you definitely stepped into this instructional design space. You're a former educator. So tell us a little bit about your journey and how you got to where you are today as an instructor, a freelance instructional designer. Yeah, so it was a long kind of, um, I never, in, I, I I never saw instructional design as the place that I was going to end up. So it's a very interesting, long journey. But I always like to say that all of my experiences led me here. Um, I think a lot of people look back on their experiences and they're like, oh, my goodness, um, you know, why did I take this job or why did I accept this job? But I know like accepting those roles and and gaining that experience that I did um, in my journey led me here. So um, learning has always been something I've loved. Um, as a kid, I kind of found confidence uh, through curiosity and learning new things. So it's always been something I've loved to do, being an only child and kind of having to, you know, have fun by myself. <laughs> um, so you know, learning was something, education was something that I knew I always wanted to go into, uh, which led me into teaching. Um, did that for a few years, but kind of knew that teaching, I wasn't going to be that 30-year-old veteran teacher. I knew like I wanted to get in the field and get in the classroom, but I knew like I was not, like that wasn't going to be my end game. Um, so thought about like school counseling, school psychology, what I could do out of the classroom, but still kind of be in the setting. Um, but then the pandemic hit 
And um, I had a colleague tell me about instructional design and that she was in the program at Georgia State University. Um, and when she first told me about it, I was like, instructional design, like, what is that? Like, that's, what is that? <laughs> and she was like, well, you can like build training programs and e-learning for corporate companies or higher ed or K-12. And I was like, nah, I don't, I don't think I, I don't think I would want to do that. I mean, like, I don't know. Um, and then, you know, kind of fast forward to the pandemic. Um, I was kind of like, uh, yeah, I was, I was put into a role in which I had to build out learning, uh, through a virtual space for students. And once I started doing that, I was like, I really enjoy this. Like, how can I do this full time? And I was like, ding, instructional design. Like, that's what that is. Like, so that's when I decided to apply, um, at Georgia state, uh, got accepted into the program and now I'm approaching graduation. Um, moved into the ed tech space before I even took my first class and kind of the rest is history. Um, been doing some work as a curriculum designer, instructional designer, curriculum writer, um, and have loved every single second of it. Um, and just super excited to see like where the instructional design journey takes me now that I'm here in all the way in it. <laughs> yeah, you're in it for sure. Um, I mean, one of the things that just happened recently is you got a shout out from a very large ed tech company about people to follow. So that's really great. They're, that company is actually going to come on the show. So we are going to talk about, you know, um, that particular vendor and I'll save that for another episode, but congratulations on that. So all your work okay. out there in the LinkedIn space and all your, your sharing is, is doing good. It's doing good. I, I mean, it's it's nice to feel noticed and and kind of um, that just further helps me kind of ditch that imposter syndrome as I continue to kind of move into this field. Um, so it's nice to be recognized for things that you're contributing to the field. So um, I, I appreciated that that shout out. That was awesome. Yeah, it is really awesome. Absolutely, it's fantastic. So you've had this one this wonderful journey. You didn't know you were going to be an instructional designer. Is there anybody that you'd like to shout out who's inspired you along the way? You kind of mentioned somebody, a friend of yours told you about the program at Georgia State. Is there anybody else that you want to say, hey, you know, thanks for inspiring me along the way? Um, yeah, I, I think that colleague kind of set the precedence for me to kind of think about it. So um, definitely shout out to her. Her name is Morgan. Um, and then... I mean, you, honestly, like meeting you has just like kind of helped me to feel even more confident in this field and kind of get to know um, just the field in general um, and see like how many people are out there that are willing to help and share knowledge. And um, like, it's just been great. Um, yeah, the community so, is so welcoming, isn't it? It's, it's yeah, it's it's insane. It's like you're stepping into like a group of, like you're going to a restaurant with a group of friends and you're just yeah. talking. Yeah. And ha having some nice adult beverages. And everyone's just so willing to help answer questions. Um, and so I just try to be that same that, you know, I try to be what people, um, what people have been for me in this field, as far as sharing knowledge and expertise and things like that. Um, I just try to be the same. I'll, I'll also shout out, um, Dr. Mike Law. He's my um, advisor at Georgia State and he's our program coordinator. He's been awesome. Um, and he's he's very pretty well known within the instructional design space as well. 
has done some work with Home Depot and he's um, like just really done, done well with like kind of taking us through the program and really answering any questions we have or just like supporting us through um, learning different ID theories and, and um, e-learning. So um, yeah, I mean, outside of you, him and like those few people. And Morgan. <laughs> yes, Morgan. Um, I also chatted recently with Robin from Idol Academy. Um, mm-hmm. And she was, it was awesome to connect with her. Um, so th- those are just a few people that I've met along the way within this journey um, that have just kind of helped to solidify that I chose the the right field to come. Yeah, absolutely. It's always good to have a nice support system. And thanks for the shout out to me, but I feel like this is a symbiotic relationship. I'm learning just as much <laughs> from you as you are from me. So it's, it's really awesome to have you, um, you know, as part of my support system too. So tell us a little bit more about freelance instructional design. I know a lot of people, there's a lot of transitioning teachers. There's a lot of people thinking about maybe they're in a corporate role or they're in a different instructional design role, like full-time nine to five, whatever. They want more control over their own schedule. So tell us how you figured out that you wanted to go into freelance. Well, I didn't really, it's kind of, it kind of happened by, um, not by choice per se, Um, The job market was a little rough um, for me, and I kind of was forced into doing (laughs) contract work to kind of keep afloat until I find uh, my full-time home. So, um, but I have enjoyed it. It has given me a lot of great experience, and I definitely think it's something that I will continue to do. I don't think it's something that I will just, I think it was it was purposeful in introducing me to the world of freelance and contract. And now that I've done it, I, I think I'll continue to take projects and in, in, into the foreseeable future uh, because it just gives you really great experience. It allows you to network with a lot of different people. Um, you get to work on really different projects. Like I said, it, and that just gives you more experience, like, you know, that you wouldn't get within a normal nine to five. Um, yeah. It's because, like you get to work on things you kind of want to work on, right? Yeah. You get Not to choose. Yeah. That's what I like about freelance. Yeah. That's what I really enjoy. And like, there's so many awesome, impactful projects out there. um, And you just get to meet so many great people that are working on these projects with you um, that you get to learn from. So it's, it's just always, you know, there's always work out there and there's always a project to work on and it's, and it's fun. I mean, it can be fun. Um, But one of the projects that I'm wrapping up now, I, I really enjoyed Um, and I never would have gotten that opportunity had I not, you know, given freelance or contract work a try. Um, and then the work that I'll be doing will impact millions of students. Like this will be a national curriculum that millions of students will be able to. That's amazing. Um, and so that impact as well is just like, it's awesome. Like you don't, you don't get to do that every day. So, um, yeah, I, I enjoy freelance and contract. Um, obviously, I'm still trying to get get to that full time space again. But um, like I said, this is something that I will continue to do for sure. I'm not going to give anything away, but I think some things might be on the horizon for you. Yes, yes, <laughs> we've got some good things on the horizon. So um, I'll be happy to kind of share those details. Hopefully, pretty soon here. Yeah, we'll need a catch up episode or episode. Know, yeah, what, what is the review doing today? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So when um, 
when I think about freelance, I think one of the things that attracts people to it most is not just the, you know, like the work you're saying, the very meaningful work, um, you know, the pay is pretty good in most mm-hmm. places for freelancers and contractors. So what about the schedule? How does, how does that work for you? The flexibility? Cause I know, you know, through working full-time, I don't know, since 2007 at this point, you know, I just, sometimes I just want that more flexibility in my schedule. Like I don't want the rigor of the nine to five or the eight to four thirty or whatever the, mm-hmm. you know, the typical work day is. Yeah. I would say that is, I have a love hate relationship with that. Um, I, I enjoy the flexibility. I really do. Um, because freelance work is kind of like, you know, if, obviously you have deadlines and things that when you, you know, you'll need to get get things done, but you kind of do, you're able to build your own schedule as, as to when you get it done, as long as it's, you know, you're meeting the deadline kind of thing. Um, so I do love the flexibility with that. I'm not stuck in meetings all day. I don't have to do much collaboration. Um, even though that is something I still miss though. Like once yeah. you're do collaborating with a team and working together and looking at content together and bouncing ideas off of each other, like you miss that. Like I miss that. Um, so it's kind of one of those things. It's like I have a love-hate relationship with it. I love the flexibility that comes with it, but sometimes I miss that collaboration piece and I miss being able to just hop on a call and ask a question. Um, and sometimes, depending on the project you're working on, that that opportunity may not be there. Um, and yeah. so sometimes it can get a little monotonous. Like one project I work on, it was like storyboarding every day. So it was just kind of like the same layout. I call that factory level. You factory know, yeah, it's work. just kind of like, you know, pushing out the same kind of lesson or the same kind of content every day. And it's like, okay, you got it back, edit it, return it, got it back, edit. And it just kind of became, I mean, it just sometimes becomes monotonous. So sometimes, you know, you're going to find projects that may just not be as like, you know, you're just not going to have a lot of different things to do with it. Um, And you're going to miss that like collaboration um, Absolutely. I know what you're saying about that. I feel you there with the factory level work. I mean, I appreciate it because sometimes it exposes you to different technologies or right. systems you've never worked in. Right. And then yeah. you get to look at, you get to holistically look at the process and be like, what can change here? Because right. this isn't working and this is, you know, we need to insert this here, or, you know, maybe we need a check here. So I I do like it for that, but yeah, those are the ones where motivation is hard to find. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. And that's, yeah. And sometimes you, you may come across projects like that. Um, And that's when you're kind of like, man, I I really wish I could like meet somebody, collaborate or talk about it or. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And even even in the full-time role, sometimes you just don't get that freedom either when you want to collaborate with other people. Like, yes, you're on a team, but finding the time in the day, especially with all the yeah, work. Sure. Oh, but yeah, collaboration and having a team is, is definitely advantageous for sure. So yeah. you've done a lot. Um, do you have any goals that you want to share for the upcoming year? Ooh, <laughs> the first one would be to land a full-time role roll that out to the universe um, yeah <laughs> so that that would be the first um goal there um I think that the other goals that I have is just like to continue to build my network um build other avenues for me to continue like to expand my learning and growth opportunities I think 
one thing I've said, you know, just navigating this job market is I will never just nine to five again. Um, I love a nine to five. Um, I love, I love working with teams. I love having that full-time role. Um, but I, I always want to be like growing, doing something outside of that. Um, and I think that's just kind of my goal. My goals right now is just, you know, continue to finish my degree. I'm almost done <laughs> light at the end of the t- tunnel. Mm-hmm. Um, and so kind of just successfully finishing my degree, graduating within the next year. Um, and then just continuing, continuing to do like professional development, um, you know, learning and growing from people in the field, networking, um, just kind of continuing to, to build my brand and, and yeah, keep going in the field. Really. That's like, that's, those are the main goals right now. Um, it's just kind of like keep the momentum going with, with the, the level of growth that I feel like I've had just even in the past, past year. Um, just don't stop. Don't, don't, don't stop growing basically. Yep. Yep. I like that. I like that advice. Definitely. If you were to talk to somebody that's like a transitioning teacher or just transitioning a different role and they're thinking about freelance instructional design or even instructional design, do you have any pieces of advice that you like maybe top three things you would tell them what to do like in transitioning? (laughs) Because I see and hear the frustrations of transitioning teachers. I was there at one point um, and I know that with this job market, they're frustrated. Um, And so am I, (laughs) Um, and I have experience. So I think the biggest thing first is like, don't take it personally. It's going, it, it, it may take time, um, to, to make that transition, there's a lot to learn, especially if you're moving into instructional design, um, because as much as we want to say that it's, it's te- like teaching and instructional design are hand in hand, they're very similar, but they also are very much different. They are very different. Um, and I, agree I think with that's that. a bit of a misconception. Um, and so I think it's one of those things like there's a lot of upskilling and there's a lot of information that you that you will need to know to be an, an, an instructional designer that is different than just a teacher. Um, and so I think take the time to really understand the field, learn the field, understand that yes, you have transferable skills, but you kind of need to know how to use those skills within this space because using the skills within the ID space are different than using the skills within the teaching space. Absolutely. Um, so I think it's one of those things you just have to um, kind of navigate and be willing to learn um, be willing to grow within that space, network, build a portfolio, um, and just kind of like understand, understand the field and understand the role. Um, and that takes, that's going to take time within itself. Yeah. So, so we got, we got, we got, uh, don't take things personally. Yeah. Learning how your skills transition into this field and learning about it constantly yes. and being open to learning. Instructional design is always changing. What's the third one? Yes. Um, I would say along with that, so professional materials, like you were talking about building a portfolio resume stuff, everybody need to have that. Yes. So I I would definitely say portfolios, like update the resume, um, pull out those metrics that you use as a teacher, those accomplishments that you use as a teacher. Um, and then lastly, I'll say, um, Contract work and freelance work. I mean, it's not, I know like the whole 1099 independent contractor thing may be scary for some teachers, 
Uh, but it, it's a way to get your foot in the door. It's a way to learn the field, to collaborate with those um, in the spaces that you want to be in. Um, and so it's a good way to get your foot in the door, get that experience so that you can put that on your resume and, and it may kind of help you to, to move into the field a little bit quicker. So that, that's kind Absolutely. of my advice for, for transitioning teachers. I like it. Thank you for sharing that. And I think a lot of people feel the same way, you know, especially getting that experience. Everybody, like you said, get your foot in the door, get the experience, put it on your resume so people can see that you're actually taking the initiative to learn the field and develop your skills even further and develop them to meet instructional design expectations. All right. So we have three more things to do. One's the big announcement. Two okay. more questions for you. Okay. Um, we always wrap up episodes with two questions. So is there anything that we missed in chatting? Anything else you want to talk about or mention to the audience? And then I want to know from you being in this position and being an instructional designer and well-known out there, what does the future of instructional design look like? Mm, that's a good question. Um I don't know. I think it's, it's grown so much. Like I've seen such an evolution and I haven't even been in it for very long, but um, just from like when I kind of started moving into it and people didn't know what it was to now people like, like running to the field and, and like, pick me, I want to go, I want to do it. Um, So I've just seen such a change in like I can just tell it's growing, like it, it's a growing field. So I'm kind of excited about just all of the different and brilliant people that are going to join the field and make more contributions to the field. Um, so that's exciting. Um, also, I've seen a lot more contract work available within the field. So it kind of looks like it's moving toward a, um, or it's giving opportunity for those who want to do it in a freelance or contract space. So you know, if you are looking for that freelance contract space, there there seem to be a lot more opportunities um, for for that as well. Um, also, with AI, you know, that's that's changing everything now. I know that's crazy. <laughs> Can you imagine, like five years from now? Oh my gosh! Right, we have like art and images and and things being like <laughs> like pushed out with AI. So it's kind of one of those things. It's like I'm kind of interested to see how. Um, the field will kind of incorporate all of these like new technologies within the field. Um, so I don't know, like I'm I'm just excited to see the growth and the many different contributions that come with it, because I think there's just so many like, there's just so much growth. There's just so many people moving into this field. It's so crazy. And you said you joined during like it was COVID time. So you've seen like pre-COVID, mm-hmm. like people had no idea what instructional designer was. And now that has totally changed. It's like, we went viral, we went viral after COVID. Yeah, literally. Um, And with the teacher transition, like they all, it seemed like they were like, oh, instructional design, that's it. Um, And that's kind of what I did, (laughs) but you know, maybe sooner, but um, yeah. So I I think um, teachers do have the ability to bring some cool things to to the field, um, as well as many other people who are pivoting toward um, this field. So I'm just kind of interested to see how it continues to evolve. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested as well. 
I think it's going to be fun. And I think it's going to be fun for us too to free up some of our time, especially with that AI stuff to do other things to focus on. Yeah. I've seen some emails and things come across like about 3D and, Mm -hmm. you know, all it's just insane. Um, I can't even imagine it right now, but I couldn't imagine we'd be here where we're sitting right now. But, you know, I'm looking forward to like you seeing the growth and the people that come in, like the younger generations and what they bring as instructional designers to the table. That's going to be really cool. I'm ready to be the dinosaur in the room. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, you did a fabulous job and we have one more thing to share. And I'm very excited about this because it is going to bring so much more to the EdUp Ed Tech community. So you all may not know this, but Nadia is also a community moderator in my group, the Professional Journey Community. Um, We have been friends now for almost a year and colleagues, and we've never met in person. We're planning (laughs) to do that someday. But, and we live in the same state. And like, we live in the same state. It's crazy. I know, I know, I know. Um, we have to make it happen. And it's literally like a two, three hour drive. It's, I know. It's, it's too close not to meet in person. So let's put that on our goals for the upcoming year. For sure. So Ed Up Ed Tech is really growing. And, you know, I love hosting the show, but I also love having other people involved. So the big announcement is Nadia is going to be hosting with me. Yeah. Are you excited? How do you feel about that? Super excited. Um, super excited. I think I've always wanted um, to be able to do something like this and to be able to talk about ID and ed tech, um, like literally my favorite things, um, is going to be so much fun to kind of just continue to talk with different people in the field. I'm so super excited. Um, I'm just excited. Yeah. It, I think it'll be awesome. So much fun. I'm totally down for the ride. Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun. And I think like when the guests come on, like they're just going to like feel this like inferno of our passion about this area. (laughs) Um, And when we're talking to them, they're going to be like, whoa, that was quite the experience I got with the host. And we have more announcements later, but this is a big one. So you need, you all need to go out to LinkedIn world right now. And of course, all the information about Nadia is going to be in the show notes and you need to follow her on LinkedIn. She shares fabulous resources from interviewing tips to how to get into the field. Um, you know, she's going through this journey right now. So please go out there on LinkedIn world and follow her and support us here at Up Ed Tech. Nadia, thank oh, yeah. you. Thank you for having me. It was awesome to kind of discuss this and I'm looking forward to all of the awesome and many um, opportunities and and conversations we're going to have in the future um, that will come about from just our love for ed tech. Yes, absolutely. Tired of feeling stuck in your current career? Ready to take charge of your professional destiny and soar to new heights? Welcome to The Professional Journey, a supportive community designed to empower you on your path to success. Join a dynamic community of ambitious individuals just like you, where collaboration and growth go hand in hand. No more second guessing or feeling lost. Our expert coaches will guide you every step of the way. Gain the skills and the confidence you need to conquer any challenges that comes your way. 
Forge meaningful relationships with industry professionals and expand your network like never before. Rise to the occasion, stand out from the crowd, and be recognized for your accomplishments. The professional journey is your ticket to a brighter future. Embrace the possibilities, seize the opportunities, and define your professional narrative. Take the first step towards empowering your future. Join the professional community today. Unlock your potential with the professional journey. Check out our plans at https colon forward slash forward slash bit dot ly forward slash tbj23. You've just experienced an another amazing episode of EdUp EdTech. Be sure to visit our website at edupedtech.com to get all the updates on the latest EdTech happenings. See you next time.